What is up, everyone? It is Rift time. We're going back to Madison, not just for the 2023 season, but now for the 2024 season. We're going to talk about the pros and the cons. Let's get it on. Let's riff. Welcome back to Scott Riffs. Where has CrossFit missed the mark? And I want you to listen closely because she does something very tricky here that really pissed me off. You are not presenting accurate facts. You are manipulating what you're presenting to suck people into your narrative. CrossFit takes note or gets out of the way. One or the other because this train's moving forward because of people like you. Some I'm too much of an alpha at times uh, to want to uh, conform too much. And I would rather be all of me. What's going on, everybody? So good to be back with you tonight. Um, It was announced the end of last week that the Birmingham... Alabama stuff were all rumors and we are going back to Madison, Wisconsin for the 2023 and the 2024 season. So I wanted to take a look at what are the pros and cons of CrossFit extending that agreement with Madison for one more year in through the 2024 season, what that means for the sport Um, And then I look for your comments to kind of help me with some of this stuff. This is all kind of off the top of my head um, from being at the games in Madison. So I wanted to start first with a poll that we did on YouTube. And we asked, um, is it a good thing that Madison, are you happy the CrossFit Games will be back in Madison through 2024? 2024. 52 votes, 81% said yes, Madison has been a great host. And 19% said no, I'm ready for something new. So it's pretty overwhelming that people are happy with the fact that we are going back to Madison. Um, So I'm excited to kind of talk about why people would be that excited. So first and foremost, If you've not been to Madison during the games, the games take over that town. It is all CrossFit all the time. The the eateries, the pubs, the bars, everything is CrossFit related. They have CrossFit named specials on the menu. They have certain kinds of food that would attract CrossFitters. Um, And then the gyms locally are really good about having people drop in. Some of the camps kind of get involved with them and have workout sessions throughout the week. Um, Really the whole town from the moment you land in the airport or drive into town, you see that they are embracing the CrossFit games as a major event in downtown Madison. The other thing is the town is beautiful. It's, it's a gorgeous community. It is surrounded by lakes Um, So there are multiple lakes that surround the downtown area. 
Um, and around those lakes are a lot of parks. So when you're driving through that downtown area, there are people biking, running, walking their dogs, lots of fitness type activities going on all the time. And it's gorgeous. Uh, I know that there's a lot, there's been a lot said about the water in Madison from the swim events, but from just a person driving down the road or walk, taking a walk, it is a beautiful place to do all of those things. The other pro is we know the layout of the facility and it keeps getting better and better each year. Um, I was at the first ever games in Madison in 2017 and um, the outdoor structure is temporary. I don't know if people know that they actually pour a floor every year and then break it up when they're done and haul it out. Um, that floor has become bigger and bigger and bigger every year. Um, it doesn't have the big steep drop off. It did in that first year. If you remember Matt Frazier and Brent Fikowski going over the edge, um, in a race in the strongman sphere. Um, that lip is gone. It is now more flat, much more easily accessible. Um, the um, stuff surrounding that out outdoor park has become much uh, bigger and better with uh, more permanent time tent tentage with some of the lead sponsors of the event. In addition, there's quicker access in and out of the outdoor park to do a um, to do like a bicycle event like they did last year um, or to do a capital event where they start in that outdoor venue and then they exit on a run or they exit on a bike. It is, uh, it is really good for all of that. And uh, again, with that, I, the outdoor venue is really awesome. It gets bigger and bigger every year. The stands get bigger and bigger. Um, when I first went there, there was just small stands on each end, nothing or on the sides, nothing on the ends. Now there's a big VIP tent at the one end. There are stands with a big jumbotron and flags on the other end. Um, and those stands keep getting bigger and bigger and higher and higher. Um, so there probably is some room for expansion up around those areas on the outdoor park, but it's a great place to watch CrossFit. Um, it, the, the bleachers are elevated so you can kind of see over the people standing at the rail and you cannot see out onto the field. It's really, really great. The other thing is we, uh, CrossFit is very familiar with the city itself and the zoning requirements. Um, and that has to be, um, much more easy for the CrossFit people who are organizing this event and for people like Boz who are programming and want to use different aspects of the city. They know who to talk to. They know how to go through those um, hoops or whatever needs to be done to get that stuff done. It's talking about Boz in Boz's first full season of programming, because last year he kind of took over halfway through. Uh, it gives him a place where he knows the layout for the full season to kind of culminate this season long um, story from the open to the games. He already knows what the place looks like. He already knows what he has to work with. He kind of can plan and, and tweak and, and do this stuff already at this moment. Um, and knowing that is, is really awesome. The, Last thing I'm going to say about a pro is the airport is really small. And I say that as a pro because 
It's easily, it's so easy to navigate. It's so easy to get your baggage. Once you get that, it's really easy to go out and get an Uber or a Lyft or a cab. Um, super easy to navigate. And yes, uh, really easy to then get from there to the downtown area for the games. So now we're going to talk a little cons. Right now, the, the Coliseum at uh, Lion Energy Center is at capacity. They cannot sell. They cannot sell another seat. It has been sold out every year. Um, I think since 2017. So there's no way to grow um, any bigger when you're selling the Coliseum type seats. The only thing that I can think of as a suggestion to better that is if you let the age groups um, or masters adaptives in the Coliseum, sell a separate ticket for those events. There are people that really, really want to see it or really, really want to get into the Coliseum who could not do that for the elite level, but maybe they could for that level and really support and then let them kind of uh, get leave after those events, clear the arena. And then when the elites come in, bring those in after. Another con that is really bad at the Atlanta Energy Center is parking. Uh, there is very limited parking for the amount of people that drive to the games. Um, you would think a lot of people fly in, they probably Uber, they probably lifts, things like that. But no, there's a lot of people who drive and the, the parking lots are full by 9am. Um, and if you're say a media company and the capital events happening downtown, and then you're scrambling to get back to the Align energy center, there's no place to park at that point. Um, I had to be creative and Amy will call me out on this. I had to park up on um, medians, things like that, just to get a place to park. Uh, and then the frustrating thing was the VIP lot is pretty scarce with only a handful of cars in it most of the weekend. They could cut that thing in half and still have plenty of room for all the VIPs that are um, hanging out there. The next thing is uh, the price gouging. Because Madison is so small, the price gouging in Madison for places to stay is pretty ridiculous. Um, the Airbnbs are at rates that are can be $800 a night, um, $800 to $1,000. It's just utterly ridiculous what they want to charge. Hotels are not far behind that. Um, and it's just ridiculous what you have to pay to stay in Madison for the week of the games. The next con is there are no rental cars available. So many people grab rental cars when they come to Madison that they are sold out. And people then have been using U-Hauls as their rental car instead of a rental car because they were more accessible than the rental cars. Or they're flying into Chicago and grabbing a rental car in Chicago and then coming up. Now imagine parking sucks. You don't have a lot of room and people are pulling in U-Haul trucks into the lots as their rental car, taking up two, four spaces uh, with their U-Haul truck. Um, it gets to be uh, utterly ridiculous. I mentioned the good part about Madison being a small airport, but that also brings some limitations 
on the number of flights that actually come into Madison. So a lot of people, because you don't have a lot of choice in times of travel or the price of travel to fly into Madison, fly into Chicago with two massive airports where they can get more selection as to what kind of happens uh, with that. And then they can get it in cheaper, get a rental car, and then drive the hour from Chicago to Madison. And if people don't know that, that's how close Madison is to Chicago. The, the biggest um, hurdle for us driving to Madison is getting around Chicago. Um, it takes as long to get around Chicago as it does to get from Chicago to Madison. It is crazy. And then the final thing I'm going to say as a con is the weather. It's just completely unpredictable in Madison. In the times I've been there, I have seen snow, sleet, rain, and then it's so hot and humid, your face is melting to the floor. Um, it is just crazy what all you have to go through um, weather-wise. And last year, in the last two years, there has been weather emergencies where they've had to completely evacuate the campground um, in the middle of the night and take them into the Align Energy Center for cover uh, in the last two years. So all with all that said, it makes all of that difficult, but it also um, altered one event entirely last year. Alpaca took out the rope climbs, changed the dynamic of the last day of the games itself. Um, and then it had, they had to rearrange days one, two, and three because of some weather stuff, heavy rains at the beginning of the week. So in Madison, you don't have much control over all that. You can have any kind of weather anytime um, during the week. And I did forget one uh, really cool pro, and that is the campground. Um, I know I just mentioned it. One pro is that the campground has become embraced so much by the CrossFit community. That place is packed year in and year out uh, with CrossFitters who just want to pitch tent or drive an RV in and hang out in that place parties until about 10 o'clock every night. Um, and there's community workouts and things of that nature in the campground. Plus there are athletes there as well who prefer to be on site um, and be able to get back and rest in between events in their camper, as opposed to trying to get a hotel somewhat close. Um, but with that, the campground actually is a really, really big pro, uh, to what's going on in Madison. So with that, I think Madison, it was a good move. If CrossFit didn't have the right place in mind, um, then Madison is a solid place to stay, but they can't stay there too long because the Coliseum is, has been at capacity since they've been there. And they just can't grow anymore there. I think the outdoor park is awesome. And I don't think there's very many alternatives that would be as good as what they build in that moment. So to move to another location, and I think, uh, Nick, you're asking me, if you could move it to anywhere that would have the most pros versus cons, where do you think would be best? So I think it's, it's time that they find either an outdoor stadium-ish or a bigger arena. 
Um, let's let's hypothetically say Columbus because I know this town, right? We have we have a soccer stadium, we have a hockey arena that is NHL level hockey arena. We have a pro soccer stadium. We have a minor league triple A ballpark, all in walking distance from one another. You could use all three of those venues. One is indoor, two are outdoor, uh, to have different events with different seating levels and for a lot of people to be able to check out a lot of different things all at once. Not that far away from there is Ohio State University with everything I just mentioned and more um, available to use um, with all of that. Not to mention you have Rogue Headquarters just down the, the street. So shipping for all of that equipment would be way cheaper to drive down um, Fifth Avenue as opposed to uh, putting it in semis and going three states away. Um, not that I'm clamoring for for Columbus, but there have got to be a lot of cities like that mid-level city that have those opportunities because a lot of towns are building their sports parks all in one area of the city. You got to, I think if you could find that, like, I think football is too big, but if you could find major league soccer and a baseball stadium with a hockey arena in a, in a close vicinity, it gives you the best of everything. Um, I think the, the new soccer stadiums are fairly intimate, uh, much better than what was built in Carson, which was much bigger and the fans were kind of away from the, the field. Th these stadiums are very intimate with the fans right on top of the field. Um, I think that is what CrossFit needs to look for in the near future. And, um, and a swimming location if you want to keep doing swimming um in the games um but that is you can find swimming areas not too bad in any kind of major city i would think at least i agree with you i don't think the games are ready to move outside of the states um and i think that boz and his team put it best it might have been justin berg where they said that it takes like a recon group to look around the facility to decide the final movements and the final elements of what they're putting into the programming of the games and the, the expense of just sending a team overseas for a period of time to do that recon, then to do the games is just out of their budget at this moment in time. And I think they're having a really difficult time finding the right place right now, even in the States. And that might be even harder trying to do it overseas. Now, my personal opinion is I think what happens is CrossFit is, has not been very flexible as to what the dates of these events should be. And they come in with rigid dates and that really limits their options and their opportunities. I think they need to be more flexible. As long as the open is sometime in the early to late spring and the games are somewhere between July and September, October, maybe early October, I think that that would work if you found the right place um, 
to get the games a, a good host and be open, be open, work backwards, work from the games, get the game spot, then work back from there the amount of time you want for the semifinals, then work back from there. You got the quarterfinals. And then because the quarterfinals and the open are done in your own gym, you can set those up so many weeks prior to um, prior to the semifinals pretty easily. Uh, Kenneth says, bring back the invitational winning nation gets to host the games. That is, uh, that is a very interesting concept. Again, I don't think they're ready to go overseas. I personally am not ready for them to go overseas, but I like that kind of idea um, as the host country. It's kind of like the whoever wins the all-star game gets to host the World Series, right? Um, and Bruce says, when the games become as big as the Olympics, then it will be able to. Um, I don't know. I don't think the games will ever become as big as the Olympics. The Olympics have been around for thousands of years and uh, it's going to take a, a lot more than my lifetime and yours, Bruce, uh, to get the games as big as the Olympics. Uh, Elise, do you think CrossFit will ever build its own permanent location for the games? Um, hmm. I don't think they need to. Uh, most major sports don't if they have a neutral site championship, don't own that location. Um, they use other people's money and expertise to do that and then just lease that. Um, or you get as big as like the NFL and cities bid to host. Um, and that's when, that's when you become a legit sport is when you are so popular that a city is dying to have you and they bid to get you to come to their city as opposed to you paying a city to come. And I don't, I don't know how those workings are today. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe Madison is paying to host the games, but I'm guessing it's not as clear as that. Nick, Nick country with most games participants gets to host. Ooh, that would be one heck of a disadvantage um, or one heck of a home field advantage for the country with the most participants. Are you saying country or continent? Because I think country, uh, the U.S. would be hosting for a very long time. Um, I think Europe is right there with the U.S. as a continent, but country per country um, it would take a long time to get anybody as big as the United States. Um, so yeah, I think that CrossFit did what they had to do. They had to get something set in stone for the 2024 season. Um, I think also that rumor of Birmingham had floated for so long, they needed to get that, um, wiped away and uh, no longer, uh, out there floating around and uh and so nick yeah exactly ha huh. are we supposed to let iceland host um if 
if Iceland had the most games participants, uh, sure. Um, but gosh, talk about price gouging. Uh, they have one city in Iceland um, and there's no other place to go other than rural areas there. Um, I think I read somewhere where Reykjavik is like 80 some percent of the population of Iceland, something like that. Um, yeah, that would be crazy. Uh, and if we're not too careful, maybe Norway takes that over real quick because Norway has been on the come for a couple years now. And uh, I think they are the powerhouse in Europe right now um, over Iceland. And if you want to fight me on that, I guess you can fight me on that. Uh, anyway, with that, uh, kudos to CrossFit for getting this done. We know where we're going in 2023 and 2024. I'll be anxious to see where we go in 2025. And hopefully we'll be flying strong with this show as well as the others on this channel when we get there. With that, if there are no other further questions from the audience, man, you guys are awesome. And a huge shout out to Kenneth uh, for sending me some Lizzie Hale stuff um, this afternoon, which I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. And I see her in the comments. Elise, tomorrow night, it's your time. Time to be a star. Get that Goo Goo Dolls song ready. Uh, Goo Goo Dolls song list ready. And uh, we'll hit that tomorrow night. So with that, we will talk to you later and see you next time on Scott Riffs.